0: 906 at WPTF Radio, that's AM 680 and FM 98.6, no 98.5. It will always be an odd number on the FM, but the point after the point. A little piece of trivia for you right here in the beginning, but uh, those are where you can hear WPTF, and I invite you to set your buttons on your car radio, the AM button on the AM 680 and the FM button on the FM 98.5. My name is Tom Kearney. I'm here every night with the Tom Kearney Show, Monday through Friday from 9 until 10. And it's a little bit of live and in real-time radio. So if something comes up, we're right here to to keep you informed about it. The weather's been good lately, though, and so we've been just marking along doing our regular shows, a veritable potpourri of shows. I often tell people who ask me, well, what kind of shows do you have? Uh, I was telling the gentleman who was... uh, painting our house now, and he said, well, what kind of programs do you have? And I said, well, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but that tonight we were going to talk about the birth date of the United States and the anniversary of the birth date of the United States, uh, which will be this Sunday, but we're not going to be here on Sunday, so we're going to celebrate the birthday of the United States tonight, and this is a thing that I routinely do every year of the program, this program has been on, which is about 30 years, 30 plus actually now. And uh, is, uh, we, we have a few trivia questions, and we kind of sort of like to uh, talk about how the birthday came about and some other things uh, that will be, I think, worthy of remembering uh, if, if you have a moment uh, on, uh, on Sunday, on the actual birthday anniversary of the United States of America, to think about it. Uh, we'll have a few trivia questions tonight, so if you, if you want to try to answer those, they'll be about the subject at hand, and the, the number is 919, which, of course, is our area code, and then uh, 860-9783, 860-WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show on WPTF Radio. I was a little kid, and as I grew up even, uh, my father uh, bought uh, uh, a, a Turner's Almanac every year, and North Carolinians would know what that is. It's a much cut-down, less expensive version of what of the Farmer's Almanac. And I, in fact, I got my Farmer's Almanac out and looked it up today to see if it has it. And It would always say in the front of it uh, uh, something like uh, this uh, almanac is for the year 2020 or 2021 uh, in the uh, uh, Christian calendar and in the... In this case, 245th it would be if we had if he'd bought one of these. He's he's not been with us. As a matter of fact, we're coming upon the anniversary. He passed on the day after, after July the fourth in 1990. So it's it's been a while. But uh, uh, we we were we were in or we are in the 245th year of American Independence. On Sunday, it will be 245 years. We. We're in the 245th year now, and then we'll start being in the 246th year for the next 365 days. And I always was kind of charmed by that, uh, that uh, I knew when the United States was born. And of course, uh, it was pretty easy for me to figure out since they celebrated the 4th of July that it was born at the point that the Declaration of Independence was. Set forth was offered up, was was published and sent out to the world, and so uh, that uh, that naturally followed. But that's how I, I sort of first became aware of the Fourth of July. The Fourth of July is the is the American Day of Firecrackers. Uh, the French have a Day of, of Firecrackers and Fireworks. In fact, just. For the sake, I always like to have a few trivia questions because they they give the audience a chance to participate. And so I'm going to ask you about two other countries when their firecracker day is when they shoot off firecrackers. And remember, on all trivia on the Tom Kearney Show programs, you cannot look it up. You have to know the answer. You might get one of these. You will probably not get the other one. But when does France celebrate its chance to shoot off fireworks and also when... Do the Brits, what is their day of shooting off fireworks? That's the one I don't think you'll get. But but I've been fooled a lot of times. So we've got two, 919-860-9783. And if you know and you want to show off or just answer the question, uh, when does France shoot off its firecrackers? When do the Brits shoot off their firecrackers? In America, it's the 4th of July, by the way. One of the things you could learn tonight is that John Adams, one of the founding fathers and a man who participated in the activities that led to the issuance of the Declaration of Independence, thought that, that the 2nd of July would be celebrated rather than the 4th of July. But we'll perhaps see why that it did not happen if we uh, do a little bit of history here on the Tom Kearney show. Uh Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. If you want to try to answer those questions about Firecracker Day in France and Great Britain, uh, the uh, if you were going to do the history of, of uh, the breakup between the colonies in America, uh, the, the offspring of, of Great Britain, uh, the thirteen colonies, most of them were settled primarily by English persons, and. Uh, and were the colonies of the English. Uh, they had, there had been a competition for North American colonies and, and land until uh, uh, 1763. In uh, the year of 1754, uh, along the western slopes of, uh, the slopes of the Appalachian Mountains, the French, who were on the other side of the mountains, and the British, who were on this side, collided, and began what was known as the French and Indian War. And it was one of the reasons that it was so easy for that to happen is the mother countries over there in in Great Britain and in France were about to go to war as a part of Europe. So what we had for the first time, in America, was a war that was part of a greater war. It wasn't a local outburst so between the colonists and the Indians or the British and the French or, or whatever, but a war that was part. Well, we would call it a global, the beginning of globalization today, which is a very big topic, and And, and it, it, these things reached their epitome uh, in the last hundred years in the w- World War One, which was a global war, and and, and we, which is why it's called a world war, and World War Two in the 1940s, but the United States got tangled up in the French and Indian War, and one of the people out on the the, the borderlands between the two that was leading the uh, uh, American what would amount to the National Guard uh, the, the, in in the North American colonies was a guy from Virginia named George Washington, and he was involved with the, uh, American troops, uh, it's not really right to call them that, Virginians, and uh, some British troops. And, and uh, one of the things, for instance, that they captured, if you read about Washington, was Fort Duquesne, which is what we now call Pittsburgh. But uh, in the French and Indian War, when it ended in 1763, the British won, and that meant the French were out. And the per- peril uh, uh, at the Appalachian Mount, the uh, uh, threat of uh, the French to try to take over Pushed on the other side of the mountains. Now, the connection between that and the Declaration of Independence has to do with the fact that with the French vanquished, the British had spent a lot of money doing that. And they decided uh, in Parliament in London that uh, the colonists, since they got the benefit of having the French driven back over the mountains um, in a way so that they would not be uh, menaced, would get a chance to help pay the bill because they had incurred a great big bill uh, to uh, conduct uh, the French and Indian War, or the Seven Years' War in America. And so beginning in 1763, there was a period when the British Parliament uh, put taxes on the American colonies, their colonies, uh, different kinds of taxes. There was a stamp act which meant you, things like printed materials and certain products had to had to have a stamp on them before you could sell them, and, and the way they got the money, you you had to buy the stamps from the government. and there were uh, uh, tariffs on different products being shipped back and forth. in in in, in fact, uh, there was a, a lot of money uh, being uh, taken in by the tax office in in uh, in London because of the need to pay for the cost of the French and Indian, which is the same war as the Seven Years' War. This did not make the colonists happy because they didn't have any uh, participation in deciding what the taxes would be. This is where you get that taxation without representation thing. And that uh, starts aggravating the situation between the mother country and the colonies in America. And so uh, as 1763 passes, you, you've got that going on. And by the early 1770s, within the 10 years, there is a lot of uh, stress between the colonies and the mother country. A lot of it being sh- shown in places where there was developed cities like Boston and Philadelphia and New York, Boston in particular. Uh, well, that's the reason for the Boston Tea Party. The, the, the tax was being applied to tea. And uh, the Bostonians, uh, uh, the American colonists from Massachusetts, were quite put out by this, so they they dressed themselves as Indians and had a tea party, except this was not the cups with the curled up uh, pinky. This was dumping the tea in the harbor that the British were trying to collect the tax on. In any event, there was a lot of... Think that would be stressful, and that's a worthy study, but that's not our intent tonight. We need to get to the point where the colonies are going to become aggravated enough that they decide they have to part with the mother country. And that, of course, is what brings about the Declaration of Independence. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that happened in April of uh, 1775. And uh, you will know some of the people that are involved in this, and you will know the poem that was written about it. And this is moving us ever toward uh, the middle of 1776, when we will see the birth of uh, uh, the, the colonies uh, in the new world as independent from the, the mother country. But that's coming up right here on WPTF. WPTF 922. Tom here. John Stauder is our producer, as usual. And it is Wednesday night, and it is June, let's say, June 30th. That means tomorrow is July 1st, Friday is July 2nd, and Sunday is July 4th. The 4th of July, our birthday for the U.S. of A., and that's our topic tonight. A sort of a little background to it. Uh, That's one of the things I think probably you get in school and then you want to celebrate it, you want to have a hot dog, maybe take the day off and go to the beach or to the swimming pool or whatever it is you do. I always counsel people to spend a little time on patriotic holidays, at least thinking about the subject at hand. But uh, in any event, uh, that's, that's what we're trying to do is to commemorate uh, the 245th birthday of the United States of America, the day that the Declaration of Independence was issued, and we've got a, an ex- He's still a teacher and still a historian, I'm sure, but he's not doing it professionally anymore. I don't think you... You don't ever get over that, do you, Anthony? No, we never get over it, Tom. <laughs> well, Bill, was hoping you'd call tonight. You could you help me out here and help me discuss some of this. Uh, uh, I spent uh, about 15 minutes this afternoon trying to establish uh, the relationship. I do this every year, and I've never been able to get it done. The, re- the relationship between Richard Henry Lee and Robert E. Lee And Robert Lee, you know who he is, of course. Yeah, I can't hear you very well. Okay, can you hear me better now? I've got to get my telephone. uh, John, turn us up as as far as you can so that Anthony can. Can you hear me now, Anthony? Yeah, I'm hearing you a little bit better. I'm going to have to sign up with a different uh, cell phone come in so I can say, Can you hear me now? But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) But what I was saying is I spent... 15 minutes a day or longer maybe trying to establish the relationship between Richard Henry Lee who uh, who is the man who introduced the resolution calling for, for the colonies to declare independence that is to produce the Declaration of Independence and, and Robert Ely and I uh, finally found out there Extremely distantly related somehow, but they're they're not a real close... They're actually from different lines of the Lee family, so there's your piece of trivia for tonight. What's on your mind tonight? Well, now, you asked some trivia questions, and I'm going to try to uh, do one of them. Uh, The French uh, day is the Bastille Day. That's July 14th. Right, and uh, as I said, that, that one would be easy now. The other one is not as easy. Okay, I'm going to shoot for, uh, now, this is based on what I've heard on television, but I could be wrong. I'm going to say December 26th. No, that's Boxing Day. That's, uh, that's, okay, see that's Boxing Day. I, I used to hear Alex Trebek talk about Boxing Day, and I thought, well, maybe that's some sort of Independence Day or something, but obviously not. Now, I, it has something to do. I've read different accounts of what it's all about, and even tried to get a Canadian because Canadians observe it being a, another one of the children of the British Empire, along with Australia and South Africa, and so on. Uh, gotcha. But uh, the, uh, one person told me it was the day that the people upstairs. You know, there's a lot of upstairs and downstairs in Great Britain. That's one of the one of the topics of Down Abbey is the upstairs downstairs relationship. The upstairs people would. would presents and maybe re-gift them and put them in boxes and give them to the to the less well-off people downstairs i really don't think that's what it is and maybe some anglophile will call us up and tell us what boxing day really is or maybe you and i can look it up we ought to be pretty good at research but that that's not the day i want to tell you the day but then again i don't want to tell you because i want somebody else to call up and tell us what the day that the British typically have their big firecracker got it. So and so okay. and you will stay with us for the rest of this uh, radio hour, and so you will know who it is. But uh, you'll get a big kick out of it too, because it has historical substance. And so, well, no but, problem. Well, half a year's done. We got one more half to go. Yep, and it's gone by pretty fast, to tell you the truth. Uh, it has. It it really has, but I will tell you, and I'm old old enough probably to be your daddy, but uh, in any case... uh, No, I don't think so. Well, whatever. I'll just tell you, (laughs) the older you get, the faster it goes, and and so on. But I am always glad to hear from you because uh, I do not suffer from believing that everything I say is right, and I figure people like you are going to catch me and correct me, and and I don't don't indeed wish to be right all the time. I do want to tell you this real quick. I okay. rode up to a fast food restaurant the other day, and uh, the guy told me I was ordering breakfast and lunch items. He said 1970. I said, hey, that was a pretty good year. I was 12 years old. He, he was shocked. He said, whoa. I looked at him. I said, I'm old enough to be your granddaddy. He said, well, you would be. I'm only 23. I said, I got you. I told you. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm 15 <laughs> years older than you then. You you think about that. Gosh, gotcha. you I know what year you were born now, and so... Uh, I think um, I was born a year before your brother was born. That's exactly right. That's exactly Got it. You right. was born in April of 59. Yeah, 59. I graduated when America was 200 years old. Okay, I'm going have to have to calculate on that a little bit. But anyway, stay with us, and uh, uh, maybe if nobody gets to by the end of the show, somebody will call, call up. You can call back up, and I, we will have a conversation about the... Subject at hand. Uh, All right. Okay. You have a great day, Tom, and have a good one and a good July. Okay. And uh, John says that your motto is to stay cool, so I'm going to urge you to do that. So. Got you covered. Have a nice one. You too, Anthony. Uh, Anthony is from Broadway. He's uh, over, I think, in Lee County, somewhere on 421, but he's a member of our radio family. Tom Kearney here. It's 929 now. We don't have really... Much time to get much further, uh, so I will do a little promo here, and when we come back, we will still be looking for an answer to the trivia question at uh, 919-860-9783, and we will also go back to talking about things as they move along to produce the Declaration of Independence, uh, which was uh, on the 4th of July in 1776, and the first day of the United States. is reckoned from that. It's the way I I took it. That's why I talked about the almanac a little bit earlier. And the United States, this birthday, will be 245. Right now, we're going to pause and check the news on WPTF. A couple of times, at least an hour, and we'll keep you up with how hot it's going to be or not hot, as the case may be, and whether it's going to rain and I've even heard, and uh, we'll have Rod Gonski on tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Uh, this is a sneaky way to promo him, but uh, I've even heard that there are a couple of potential hurricanes camped out in the Atlantic, so you'll want to start keeping up with that. And WPTF is a good place to do that. Tom Kearney here, and we're in the second half of our program tonight, where we are commemorating, by talking about it a little, a little bit of the history, uh, the anniversary of the birthday of... The United States of America. It will be 245 years old uh, sometime on July 4th, which is coming up on Sunday. We're not doing it on the birthday because we're not on on Sunday. Uh, and uh, John Sauter is the keeper of who calls and who does not call to answer questions or have conversations with us. And he says that uh, Henry has called 9198609783. So we're going to say, Henry, how are you this evening? I'm fine, Tom. Hope you are. I am. I am. I'm inside and cool. Good, wonderful. It's going to get even cooler in about two or three days from now. I hope so. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to try for the um, fireworks day in the United Kingdom. I believe it's Guy Fawkes Day, and I believe the date is either November fifth or sixth. It is. It is. It is exactly what you said. It's November the fifth and uh, it's usually when they shoot off the firecrackers, and it's an appropriate way to celebrate Guy Fawkes Day. Do you know who Guy Fawkes was? He was um, uh, he was a, a militant or an opponent uh, of the king, King James I, and Guy Fawkes um, and his uh, band of people got some... Uh, Explosives and put them down underneath the Parliament building where the King and the Parliament was supposed to be coming there to meet. But they were unsuccessful. Right. The guy. I think it was called the official name. It was the Gunpowder Plot. But uh, they found him sitting on one of the barrels of uh, gunpowder. They they raided the house next door and there was dug a, a tunnel or maybe there was a connecting tunnel or something to uh, to get under the Parliament building and and there it was. He was a he was a, a Catholic. Uh, dissident uh, that was in the days when the war between Protestants and Catholics was was pretty hot uh, and uh, uh, James the I who had uh, I know what are we talking about well, we may be talking we maybe should be talking about uh, Charles the I. Uh, but in any event, you, you got the guy Fawkes day and the thing I want, you, want you to remember, is that when one of the most used words in in the English language these days, when the waitress comes to the table, what does she say? What do you guys want? And that's <laughs> what he's, he's, he's where he's with, it usually means a male, but it can be uh, neither one. It can be in between. And, and, and you know, all the people, uh, a, a female person can be a guy sometime instead of a gal. But, that's, uh, right. that's And the, And one of the things they do on Guy Fawkes Day is, you know what that means, don't you? Yeah, they burn a burn a statue or a, a figure of him like a straw man. A lo- a, right, a, like, a likeness of him. And so and yeah. they would look up and say, there's the guy, look at the guy. And then the word got transferred, and now it applies to me and you and all the other people at our table. And, and so what is the, but just listen someday, just close your mouth and listen to how often the word guy is used. Oh, I don't. You don't have to tell me about that. I'm quite aware of that. And it's all right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not critical of it. But I kind. I actually have a book. Uh, a scholar has written a, a book about the history of the word guy and how it got transferred and so on. But anyway, I, I thought that was something you would particularly like to know about. I well, am, I appreciate it. We have somebody else in the wing, so we're going to bid you adieu for this. right. Uh, 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 I'll year. say good night. I'll say good night. Have a good show. You, too. Thank you. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Okay? Thanks. Watch out for the guys. Okay. Uh, John, did you say this was David? David, good evening. You're on WPTF. This is David. I kind of came in in the middle of the conversation. I thought you were talking about the bicentennial, which was 1976. Okay, well, the bicentennial in the United States was 1976. But. by right. uh, the that- and that's when Gerald um, yeah. Ford was the president, and he ordered 16 geodesical domes that were created by Buckmaster Ford, school of design at NC State, who created the theory that it takes 20 equilateral triangles to make a sphere. And two other students made these charter spheres, and we put them up at the fairgrounds for years and put them up all over the country. There used to be one of the, and and we're really off topic now, but I respect uh, what you just said, and say that one of the geodesic domes that was out there that, was where WPTF had its place, you know, where you would come to visit when you went to the fair, and there would be the WPTF person there. And then exactly, he, exactly. On. I kind of got the off-subject, but I was just got in the car, and I heard part of the conversation. Well, well, that, that's okay. We, we, we welcome everyone, and we will steer you in the right direction. Now, we are, in fact, talking about the birthday of the United States, which will be Sunday, and it will be 245 years, and I kind of want to get to the point where we talk a little bit about why the Declaration of Independence was written or how it was written or how it was a part of what went on then. So that's where we're going to go now, and we're going to ask you to uh, you can sit out in the car and listen to us if you want to. Uh, be, all right. Okay, that was great to hear from. I to see you still right, the, well, so you, and the reason I say that is people tell me they do that. And they always say, why don't you hurry up and get something done so I can go out in the house. <laughs> well, I, I used to always call Bart Rittner and talk to him a lot. <laughs> Oh well, I used to be Mr. Rittner's producer, and I I think, I, know. Of, yeah. I think of I think of him right. fondly, and I, I appreciate yeah, you yeah. mentioning him tonight. Yeah, well, God bless you over the holiday, sir. You too, Dave. Yeah, for years, if you talked about WPTF, which is now, and it's 97th year; it'll be 97 whole years on September 22nd. I just don't think flat. Okay, John. uh, I killed that pot, and so uh, we we need to to move on now if we're going to get the Declaration of Independence written. And uh, we were talking about the history of the period and uh, uh, how there was increasing discontent among the 13 colonies on this side of the ocean, most of which were were founded independently of each other. Uh, The Carolinas come as close as any two, or maybe Delaware and Pennsylvania, because uh, Delaware was once, I think, thought of as lower Pennsylvania. And, of course, there's not much, territorially speaking, to to Delaware. But uh, the 13 colonies were, uh, were being successful. They had finally, most of them had found a way to find some crop that they wanted to grow, tobacco, for instance, in, in Virginia and in North Carolina and cotton in some places uh, and other things that... Uh, well, one thing in North Carolina that was particularly of value was naval stores, pine trees and tar and uh, things like that, things to build ships, hence naval stores. And in Maine, they had the big, tall trees that served as uh, spars for the for the ships. In any event, the colonies were doing fairly well, but they began to feel that the mother country, which was trying to... Make money to pay for the war that they had fought. That they, the, the mother country, thought, on behalf of the colonies, uh, but the, the countries, the the the, the settlements here—North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania—all those, the original thirteen, um, were not totally happy about this. And uh, one of the things—the rights that an Englishman was supposed to have—was the right to vote. And this is when you start hearing that. Uh, time-honored uh, uh, cliché—it's cliche. not really a cliché, but anyway— utterance of uh, no taxation without representation. And they, they resented being taxed. And this is what really is at the bottom, along with a lot of other things, uh, of the uh, uh, thing that led to the writing of the Declaration of Independence. But there's one step that we have to make, just because I want to make sure that you get, it, get the, 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 the timeline right here, a discontent in Boston, the Boston Massacre, the Boston Tea Party, those kinds of things, and uh, uh, discontent between the citizens and the, and the British troops that had been sent over to uh, to 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 try to manage things, and it is in connection with this that uh, a famous episode in American history happens, and that is the uh, well the invitation to, uh, from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow to all his listeners to ask you to come and. Listen to a poem about the midnight ride of Paul Revere, and uh, the uh, the uh, colonists uh, in Massachusetts were collecting weapons just in case they needed them uh, to uh, to resist the government uh, and to resist the redcoats. And uh, the warning uh, was came to the the colonists that uh, there might be an effort by the redcoats to to uh, capture these weapons that were being. Uh, kept in the town of Concord uh, about 20 miles from Boston and so you know the story one if by land two if by sea how, this is how the British Army is going to come and try to, to find this stuff and uh, Paul Revere who is actually a silversmith by trade and another man named William Dawes were going to go by different routes and warn everybody that uh, yes although they probably didn't actually say this the British are coming the British are coming this was in April of 1775. And every April when the Bostonians celebrate Patriots Day and have the Boston Marathon it is to celebrate uh, the ride of Paul Revere. And uh, the, the the British troops and the, the the regulators, in effect what were the National Guardsmen for the colonists, met on the green at Lexington and there the... Uh, sh- the shot that was said to be the shot that fired was fired, that was heard around the world. This is sort of where the military uh, things began, and at that time the Continental Congress was meeting, and they appointed George Washington to, to sort of see if he could round up an army. And this is stuff that needs to be covered somewhere else, and I invite you to seek out a good history book uh, and uh, and read about it. But uh, this is 1775. Not long after that, by the way, supposedly down in Charlotte, North Carolina, a group of people got together and just demonstrated and said that they were supposed to believe the colonies should declare themselves independent. And that is one of the first dates. There are two dates on the North Carolina flag, and that date was one of the two dates. So what I want to know for the next trivia question is, what are the two dates that are on the North Carolina flag? And well, the one that I just mentioned is one of the dates, if you can come up with it. And there's another date there. And the one that is uh, supposed to have happened in Charlotte probably didn't happen. In fact, no no credit, no report of it was about until the year 1819. And uh, that's when the claim was made that uh, at a meeting, there was a Declaration of Independence a full year, more than a year before the one that that happened in Philadelphia. But uh, this is something that's called the Meck-Deck or the Mecklenburg Declaration of Independence. And a lot of serious scholars just don't believe it happened. There was a meeting, and I think they discussed it, and and something may have happened, but it's not what was claimed by people 40-some years later. That's sometimes how history works. But I want you to tell me the two dates that are on the North Carolina flag and what they represent. We're getting to the point where we're going to have to come up with the American Declaration of Independence so we can celebrate the 245th anniversary of independence of the colonies, at least the declaration thereof, because you know they had to fight a war to make the claim good. But we'll talk about that when we come back on WPTF. <laughs> What went on behind that is just something that people don't remember. And so I, I'd like to do this program once a year around the time. If we can, we would do it on July 3rd, the night before. But uh, we, we can't get that close to the 4th, which is Sunday this year. So, But in any event, the the affairs between the colonists and the, the mother country got rough enough that, uh, it, that the colonies began meeting in what they call Continental Congresses to out how they could confront the, the mother company country maybe together, form a solid front, and so on. And uh, in early 1776, after some skirmishes and things like the Battle of Bunker Hill and so on, and it was obvious that the things were not going to be solved very easily, uh, a Virginian, Richard Henry Lee, who was only distantly, if at all, related to Robert E. Lee, he came from a different line in the family, but he was a representative from Virginia offered up a resolution that the, the American colonies ought to be free and independent. And this was like June 7, 1776. you see it's less than a month so before the Declaration of Independence. And in fact, the resolution was not voted on until I think July the second, but the leaders of the Second Continental Congress appointed a committee of five people to, uh, Write the declaration of uh, a declaration of independence, an explanation of what they intended to do, which was not the normal thing. Probably a war, usually the normal thing is a war would break out and it would be fought. And if they, if the team one side won, then they would be independent, or they might not be independent. But what we have here is 13 colonies who desire to explain themselves, to explain themselves to the world. If you read the preamble, that's clearly what's going on. When and When when there's trouble, we need to explain ourselves. But one of the important things about the Declaration of Independence is that it has become a part of the American Bible, so to speak, is what you call American Scripture. It is not the Constitution. It is not law, so to speak, but it is taken as being what the United States is all about. It was stated to the colonists, to the world, and uh, to the British. Uh, And that's what the Declaration of Independence was all about. And uh, the the committee that wrote up the Declaration of Independence uh, spent about three weeks working on it. But they assigned the main part of the job to uh, to Thomas Jefferson. Now we're going to have some trivia Friday night. It's going to be our regular Friday night trivia. And so some of the questions that I might have asked tonight, because we've had uh, 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 some callers, and we have not gotten as much information in. We're going to have some trivia questions. The whole program Friday night is not going to be about the Declaration of Independence, but we're going to have some questions that, that need to be answered. In fact, uh, if we had not got an answer to the uh, the Guy Fawkes question, we would have had it Friday night. But uh, that, that's indeed what's going to happen. But uh, the Declaration of Independence was written up, and it was was passed The independence of the colonies was passed on July 2nd, and the piece of paper uh, demonstrating why it was being done, that had been written by Thomas Jefferson, uh, was signed and uh, released on July 4th. That's why the birthday is celebrated on July 4th. And uh, uh, I think 56 people signed it. One of the questions we may ask uh, Friday night is, there were three from North Carolina, and, and I'm willing to bet that uh, we could not get a, a, an answer from our in audience that would name even one of the three. I could have, I could, if I were listening without any preparation, I could name one of the of the three, because they were not people who became founding fathers of North Carolina. At least two of them were. But uh, this is. There were 56 people who signed it. They did not sign the Declaration of Independence on July 2nd or the 4th. They actually signed it a month later on August 2nd. It's a story that's worth some exploration, and I recommend it to you. Uh, you can you could probably find a place uh, uh, on the web somewhere, uh, on Wikipedia or someplace like that, if you're interested. Uh, there are plenty of, of books about the history of the Revolutionary War and the colonial period, but it is a, it, it is a good story and it uh, is an explanation of why the United States celebrates its birth date on the 4th of July, and that's when they shoot off all their firecrackers. That's our program for tonight. Tomorrow night, Rod Gonski, our weather guy, is going to come and talk about the weather, and since we've got hurricanes out of the Atlantic, it's going to be a good night to talk to him.